Imagine you're embarking on a complex, a complex journey. The destination, project success. The tyranny, filled with challenges, uncertainties. And there's a need for uh, precise coordination to navigate this thing we call life, or in our case, project management. You need a seasoned guide, so why not let a project manager come to a city near you? Today's episode is entitled, Why Use a Project Manager? No, 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 really. Why use a project manager? Hey, if you're new to the channel, I go by the name of ED. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, that just simply means, Ed, I have a seven-point framework, which it basically means I'm going to go through seven points. After those seven points, my mission is to be out of here. Let's go. Point number one. Expert and scope management. Listen, project management, project managers really excel in defining, controlling, and validating scope, ensuring your project stays on course without any unnecessary diversion. Listen, everybody is going to want to tell you what you need to do, and they're not doing it. Everybody's going to try to guide you of how you should do it, and they never done it. Everybody's going to want to give you their thoughts but they don't, ever, they don't understand project management. So you have to be, as a project manager, you have to be willing enough to trust yourself, to live on that instinct, to the projects that you've led throughout your career. And if you never led a project, then let me explain this to you. The things that you have, you've had confidence in, you need to have that same confidence as a project manager. Can't you see the confidence just pouring out my skin? Okay, maybe you can't. Well, I hope you can. But if you can't, I, I have to exceed confidence. I have to believe in my expertise over that I've collected over a decade. That doesn't mean I'm a guru. I'm far from a guru. Am I a master? No, I'm not a master. But I, I know some things that maybe other project managers who's just coming into the game, they wouldn't understand. I know some things that maybe who's only been a project manager a couple years or five years or six years that they may not understand. So the point I'm trying to make, family, is, is that a project manager has to become an expert in scope management. Let's move on to point number two. Point number two, a master of time management. Listen, <laughs> when I became a project manager, I'm going to be honest with you. I've really appreciated time so much more because especially when you have meetings that are back to back, you have to be able to set your, your, you have to be able to be cognizant of your time because if you don't, you'll get sucked into meetings that you don't need to be in. You, you also be in meetings where the conversation shifts from actually talking about the project to talking about things that has nothing to do with the project. And as a leader of that project, of course, I love a good banter. I love, you know, hey, before we get started and we're talking, but as soon as that clock, as soon as, um, as soon as we get started, after that little, you know, one or two minutes, boom, I'm I'm going through, I'm going through our agenda. Well, first I'm gonna go through our purpose. I'm gonna go through the outcome that we I plan to get out of this meeting. And then we're gonna go through an agenda. After that, I'm done. If you wanna talk, we can talk after the meeting. But now I need to be respectful of everyone's time. I need to, because listen, people, I'm gonna be honest with you, family. They're not gonna tell you this in the real world, but I will. Listen, people hate meetings. Mm -hmm. Even though they're effective when you have someone that's effectively leading them, but people hate meetings. And the reason why they hate meetings is because they don't know what they're there for. You know, you, you'll go to a meeting and somebody show up and say, okay, what is this meeting about? And you're like, 
They got a good point. So that's why it's important, though, family, to master your time when you are leading a project. Set up agenda, have an outcome, define what the purpose is of the meeting, because that way, when they look in the meeting invite, there shouldn't be any question. They understand what they're coming there for and the value that they're going to bring, that they're going to bring. And they know that we're going to talk about risk and issues first. They know we're going to go over the project schedule. Then we're going to navigate through our project plan. And then after that, we're going to, then we're out. We shouldn't have... These meetings shouldn't be multi-hours long about a, a project because that means that we're taking away the time from the resource actually doing the work. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm not sorry. This is this is one of the things that, you know, if you... No, I'm just playing, fam. But it's seriously, though, it rubs me in the wrong way where meetings turn into marathons. It, it doesn't require all that. What is required is, is that we effectively plan what we're going to discuss. And when we get those items out the way and we still have time within that the lot of time, hey, that's fine. If you want to stay behind and chat, fine. I'm out because I got somewhere else to be. I got to write these meeting uh, minutes up. I got to make sure I'm checking on the other projects that I'm leading. Uh, but respectfully, there is a time and place, or as my aunt would say, a time and place for everything. But this time and place is not there. Point number three, a cost control guide. Listen, you have to be able to utilize cost management techniques. There's a thing called out there called earned value management. Look it up, family. I may even do a series on earned value management. I may even bring my buddy Daryl and Phil in to really expound on earned value management. But li literally, utilizing cost management technique, a project manager keeps expenditures like a check and preventing anything as far as a budget, you know, putting a budget together of, hey, this is how much money we're allowed it. I would like to say stay within budget or on budget. And if it's anything outside of what we allowed it for, then it's not it's, it's not going to make it. it was, we're going to have to figure out either do a change. We're going to go through the change control board and have to have to ask for more money or there's two different um, reserves, contingency and management reserve that we can potentially look into. But that's a whole nother conversation. I don't want to lose you guys. So I'll just say this, family. If you're leading a budget, just like if you're a personal budget, say, hey, I have $200 or $100 for my entertainment budget. Once that's gone, that's it. We're not we're not going backwards unless. We're going to go to the change control board. Anyway, I digress. Point number four, you got to be a risk mitigator. I always talk about in the beginning of your meetings, at the beginning of your recaps, you want to make sure that you are outlining those uh, risk and or issues, though, or I should say those risks that have become issue. As a project manager, when you're identifying and analyzing these risks collectively with the stakeholders, you want to make sure they that if this risk does happen and turns into an issue, it's going to have minimum impact to your project progress, uh, your progress. Point number five, you already know, communication. Hey, by the way, family, if you haven't checked it out, check out this book, The uh, Magnetic Project Manager. I talk about communication and how important it is as a as a project manager as you're leading projects but anyway uh, communication um, being a communication maestro is basically being proficient in the project communication ensuring stakeholders are informed and engaged in facilitating a smooth information flow i don't know about you family but i love my projects project managers to have some type of energy to be energetic because it's already a tough job um, working with stakeholders that really don't want to be there. So you have to make it fun. You have to make it engaging. Just don't make the meeting just so boring and dull. Find creative ways to, to really spark the meeting. And I'll probably do a series on that as well, family. So if you want to hear more about, you know, uh, 
I should say, uh, inciting ways to have uh, meetings. I know it'd be like, well, there's no way a meeting can be exciting. Well, that's your opinion. Let me show you some facts. But anyway, if you like that, leave a comment. Point number six, uh, resource allocation specialist. What does that mean, resource allocation? Well, that means a project manager must optimize resource allocation, allocating the right people and assets at the right time. Again, I'll say this over. You can go back and look through the collection of videos over again. We have to be cognizant of when we need a particular resource. Because if not, we are going to have resource constraints that are going to have a huge impact in a project. That's why I always say, if you have the opportunity, if you're leveraging a methodology of a predictive methodology, like a waterfall type methodology, ensure that you understand the, your, your stakeholders that you're gonna need. And you may not know all of them, but if you have a rough uh, idea and make sure you're engaging your stakeholders to say, hey, this is when we think it's gonna, this particular uh, item or task is gonna go. When do you think within the project schedule is gonna land? Oh, well, that's probably gonna be near the end due to, you know, uh, the, there's two other items that have to go before it. Well, if that's the case, then maybe we don't need to engage you right away so you can focus on some other things, maybe getting caught up on your day-to-day -day and getting ahead of that. So when you we do need you, then we have you solely committed, not interested in this particular project. Let's move on to point number seven. Integration, what does that mean? Listen, project manager has to be skilled at project integration management. Here comes that word, you know where I'm going. I, I, I've been working on it, let's see if we can do. A project manager has to, okay, it was a little shaky still. Project manager has to harmonize the project elements, preventing any type of negative feedback from the stakeholders. What, let me let me park, let me park, because I know I, I can already see it in the comments. Man, stakeholders always be giving negative feedback. Yeah, that's, that's that bad. But what I'm talking about, there's things you can control and there's things you can't control. The things you can control is ensuring that the integration from the different aspects within the project is aligned and that you are delivering and being transparent and delivering the proper communication to ensure that the stakeholders are aware of where the project is at and where, the pro where you plan on taking the project. The last and final point I had to over deliver again and I apologize family, but I wanna just add as much value as I can leadership. We're talking about what? Leadership. Listen, when you hear me talk about project management, you don't hear me say, well, you know, the way you manage the pro No, 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 no. I talk about leadership because in leadership, again, this is my humble opinion. I may be right or wrong, but this is what I was thinking at the time. Guiding the project team, you have to be inspirational. You know, I remember I, I had a project team one time of stakeholders and listen, they, they just had it. I mean, there was two previous uh, project managers before me that it just didn't work. This didn't work well. So here I come and I'm and it. I mean, they they make sure that it was challenging for me. And then finally, I just I, I said, you know what? I'm going to leave with a quote every time we have a meeting. I'm going to leave with some type of inspirational thought. I'm going to talk with individuals offline and, and, and really get a more of a grasp, building a relationship, building a rapport with them. And do you know what? 
next time when we had that th those those weekly meetings, everybody it was click it was clicking like clockwork because they trusted me at that point. They believed in me. They knew that oh, okay, he's not like like them. And it was no disrespect to them. It was just the fact to the previous project managers. It was just they didn't take the time out to build rapport with them. It was more like this needs to be done. If you don't do it, I'm escalating. No, 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 no. That's not how this works. So family, I challenge you, when you are leading, not managing, for all those people that want to manage a project, hey, my hat's off to you. That's not what we do here at Conscious Agility. What we do is lead projects. Until next time, I'm out.